0: No, I'm good. There ain't no fixing this.
1: Women can't women
0: can't women can't women
1: can't parlay.
0: Hola. Hi. (laughs) We gotta get pumped up for this. I know, I feel like we're we're coming to you guys live the exact opposite. (laughs) as our last episode
1: <laughs> quite literally yes uh i mean sorry slash you're welcome for our last podcast i guess
0: <laughs> yeah and maybe it's uh our old age that is making me still exhausted perhaps from that night but not really it's it's really <laughs> everything surrounding it but i'm sure it didn't help all of the
1: nights cumulatively mixed together uh consistently one after another doesn't help
0: No, you know what does help that march madness is fucking over
1: (laughs) god yeah uh also you know what helps is saying the title of this podcast when we intro (laughs) ourselves which we never fail to miss um Um, guys this is women can't parlay i'm jess i'm rainy and we're back again for another week and yes, post March Madness. We are back on our normal schedule, at least for this week. So we are able to bring you at least a little bit more recent news. And uh, the March Madness tourneys are over. So we'll be getting into that a little bit later. Yeah, our last podcast. Sorry, not sorry. Like we bring you some drunk episodes every once in a while.
0: Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, either
1: you either love us or you don't. So, I mean, Jump the Shark loves us. <laughs> Yeah, we got another nice shout out from Jump the Sharp. So if you haven't already, please go check them out. They continue to uh, promote us. We're here for it. So we're going to return the favor, Jump the Sharp, S-H-A-R-P. Yeah, they
0: actually have some good info on there. So I also am interested. I don't know if this is like a
1: Trojan horse type thing because they're Philly guys. (laughs) I know. I feel like they they either haven't listened to some of our Philly takes and by Philly you know Avi we are talking specifically about the Philadelphia Eagles we're Cowboys fans so like it just it is what it is i think they can appreciate that and we would be the same right back so Maybe you're born with it. Maybe you're not a true football fan. Yeah. They so, may not be promoting us here in like 150 days or whatever it is until NFL season starts.
0: But yeah, it, nothing against Philly, you know, the actual city and anything else that's going on there. But the Eagles specifically, we have made comments about. So uh, every time they mention Philly, Oops. I'm like, I feel terrible, but not. Uh, so anyway. It's all good fun. Yeah, exactly. Catch, catch that maybe. Yeah, but actually there are new friends. So I don't want to do a collab like about surrounding eagles and cowboys because I don't want to start. I don't want it to become something.
1: Yeah, we'll Is have there- to collab with them during like baseball season or something. Oh yeah. my goodness. How was your Easter?
0: Um, Non-existent. I mean, we don't really do anything. So yeah. it was awesome. We actually had a little... It, the weather was awesome, which is shocking for Houston around this time of year, but it was awesome. We took a little walk, met some friends on a patio, had some mimosas.
1: It was a good day.
0: Nice Mimosas for Jesus.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. That reminds me. So many Easter stories here, but one of them, we were actually watching, you know, one of the games, the big buzzer beater game. We'll get into that later at Easter. And there was a girl that like came up on the screen and she kind of had this black prop top on. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we all were like, what did her shirt say? And it said heaven scent. But we, at first, like a few of us thought it said heaven slut. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, I really want to make that shirt like slut for heaven. <laughs>
0: it's like something that, um, Amanda Bynes would say on easy A. Yeah,
1: exactly. That was very easy A vibe. No, Uh, I just thought it was a hilarious shirt or would be shirt. And also, I don't know why she was wearing a heaven sent shirt to begin with, but you do you girl. No judgment. But uh, we were, we were also outside for a lot of my Easter celebration with my family because it was so nice out. We were at my mom's house and she has this like driveway that's curved but not like rounded curved, but the curve itself has edges. Oh yeah. And I had bought a few of my little baby cousins, a little Easter basket with just some toys in it. Cause last time they came here, they really didn't have a whole lot to play with. So we're just, we're mostly adults. And we're just now kind of getting into like the baby game. And by we, I mean, not me. Got that. <laughs> and so there was like a few of these like little balls in there, like plastic, not small bouncy balls, but a good sized one. And so like all of a sudden the guys started playing this kick, soccer, kickball game. I don't even know what it was called. They made it up as they were going. And my brother kicked the ball so hard and it hit the curb and bounced right back and smacked him in the face.
0: Nice.
1: (laughs) And I'm so mad I don't have a video of it because it was, I mean, it would have gone viral. 1000% gone viral. I have to
0: ask was it the brother that recently stood us up? No,
1: no, it was the oldest one. Okay,
0: Well, I feel a little bit more bad for him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We we, we did get stood up by some guys this weekend because they really wanted to record a podcast, but it was going to be hard time wise and coordinating wise. So I'm going to let them, I'm going to let them have a pass, but my thing is, is like, they keep giving us shit about not getting them on the pod. And I'm like, guys, you can come on the podcast anytime you want. And then, then they kind of like, not backed out, but like, I just got the vibe they didn't really want to. So I'm just over here. Like, if you want to come on the pod, come on the pod. Don't say you want to come on the pod and then don't come on
0: the pod. Yeah. Guys, like it's going to be fire content. I know that.
1: I know. Exactly. And I think they're like all in their heads about, sounding stupid or something and i'm like god
0: welcome to women can't parlay motherfuckers yeah
1: Yeah. what what do they think we do here every week are they implying that we sound intelligent because that's not true actually i'll run with that so yeah i'll uh, tell myself that but yeah it was a good weekend nice to see family and like i said i'm so excited the weather's starting to get better because i am definitely a seasonal depression kind of girl and i'm coming out of my depression
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love summer. I mean, we we discussed that.
1: Yeah. While, so, yeah, and we got and it is Masters week. That's kind of what we got stood up for. We were going to have a discussion about that. They're super into golf and Masters specifically, and we are not. We're just going to be honest. Like I don't know shit about golf. Like I know the basics yeah. of golf, but I really want to learn golf in terms of gambling. It seems fun. So, I'm going to try to me, you know, I'm going to try to say, pay attention this week yeah. and see what kind of. Yeah, I'm going to try that. I know there's a few, uh, odds that seem favorable to some of the players that I might dive into, but
0: yeah, I don't know. I kind of just signed myself up to learn how to play golf. So
1: really, um, well, you are going to Scottsdale.
0: <laughs> I was after about two pictures of the mimosas. So we'll see how it goes. What uh, form is that coming in? Oh, when you are at Top Golf. No, no. Oh. Literally on Sunday while I was drinking mimosas, nice. we were talking about one of my friends is like, I want to learn. So like, you know what? I've always wanted to. And in my business, it's kind of important. I'm like, I'm a really, really, really good cart driver and I can go fetch a drink like nobody's business. Yeah.
1: I'm more of a cart drinker, but um, like, I will go along with you to play golf. That's my thing. I just like- I'm not going to play.
0: Yeah. Me neither. I never have. So I was like, well- I might as well learn. So I need to start lessons. So I don't know when, obviously not anytime fucking soon.
1: (laughs) Well, good for you. That's awesome. That's fun. I mean, I hear once you play it, you fall in love with it kind of thing. And I'm kind of in the same boat. I understand it, but I've never really played it. So maybe if I actually played it, I would fall in love with it. Who knows?
0: I mean, I'm down with the outfits, so I'm going to give it a go.
1: Yeah. The outfits are cute. Along with the Masters, baseball is also back. I just want to mention it. Not going to get into it. It's just a few days in, but it's back. And we will definitely be look for, looking forward to talking about it in the near future. Probably do some gambling on it as well. Want to learn that it's funny how learning the gambling aspects of sports, how each one of them is captured like completely differently. Obviously that, you know, it's not groundbreaking information, but just how well, they
0: it is. literally never gamble. It's, well,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's just how they set the lines and, and the odds and things like that. Like it's super interesting. I feel like, and this is just totally me saying it without looking at all. I feel like baseball will be somewhat similar to hockey but a little bit different because the way they the way they set lines for hockey is super interesting to me. But it just totally makes sense. I mean, these are like Vegas. I swear, like the smartest people on the planet. I don't know how they wow. do their jobs, but but yeah. So really in- interested to see baseball and how that'll go this year. You know, I know we had it last year, but it was a whirlwind. COVID issues, but and I love baseball. I hope to get to go to a game or two. Me too. I haven't been in a while, so. Later.
0: We'll have to do have you ever been to an Astros game, like at the Astros? Nope. So maybe we need to do that. You come down here for a game, I'll come up there for a game.
1: Super in. It doesn't in, have to in, be in.
0: I don't want to like stress ourselves out and try to make it like come to a ranger game down here. Like, I don't want to do that.
1: Well if maybe maybe, not, maybe it'll work though. We can try. That's what I'm
0: saying. If it works out, it works out. But yeah. I'm not going to say let's we have yeah. to
1: do that. We'll look into it. It's funny though, because I was just about to say in terms of major league baseball, I don't think I've ever been to a game other than Ranger Stadium, which I haven't even been to the new stadium. So that's really not even true anymore either. But I'm going to Chicago next month and we're going to a Cubs game.
0: Nice. So I'm excited
1: about that. I had heard about these Wrigley rooftop experiences that they have. They're like not, it's their seating, but it's not in the actual stadium. It's like rooftop yeah. seating on top of like houses. Yeah,
0: you'll you'll have to get with your boy Ryan on that shit. Oh,
1: duh. I should have like totally thought of that. Yeah, I need some pointers of like where we should go and what we should do. But we already got tickets for this Wrigley rooftop thing. And it's like beer and food included. So I'm going to be shit-faced in Chicago soon.
0: Yeah, no, that's going to be badass. But still hit him up. Ask uh, because he knows all the cool spots. Yeah, for show. Oh, show. That's baseball.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it started. We will also have NBA NHL playoffs coming up soon. So we'll definitely be really discussing those heavily as well. But yeah, keeping the sports going. It's, you know, never a dull moment in sports. Yeah. Okay, well, we will move into the NBA world. Just a few headlines we want to discuss here that I thought were interesting. Drama, drama, drama. Yeah. Ah,
0: Come on, NBA. Um,
1: First up, Kevin Durant. This is a very, very interesting story. He's coming off of his hamstring injury. And just to add, news came out earlier today with Kevin coming back. It sounds like James Harden's actually about to go out for, I want to say, a very similar injury. He'll be out for 10 days. But aside from the injuries, there's some drama going on off the court. So Michael Rappaport, you know who that is?
0: Yeah. Well, he's just like a
1: Actor, personality, podcaster. I originally knew Michael Rapaport from playing in Friends. That's what
0: I was going to say. Yeah,
1: like like people are going to think we're stupid when we say that because he was also in something like. Can't think of what it is. But like that's probably one of the like most recognizable things that I know him from for me anyway. I I didn't
0: recognize his name, but when they showed his face, I was like, oh, like oh
1: yeah yeah. So anyway, and interestingly enough. Barstool is tied into this. Okay. So, Michael Rappaport used to work for Barstool. He was contracted by them at one point when he was employed. He was calling Stoolies idiots. And it's like, okay, well, and for those who don't know, Stoolies are people who are fans of Barstool. That's what people call them. And he it. had gotten on his Twitter fighting with Stoolies, being like, if you wake up in the morning and you're a Stoolie, you're a fucking idiot, something like that. Like I don't even remember what he said. But that was a long time ago. So Portnoy fired him immediately that morning. Got on, and he was like, "You're fucking fired. You don't talk shit about the people who hey, you're
0: fucking bills. like our
1: fans. Like you just don't do that." And they kind of would get into it back and forth. Rapaport was went off on Dave, made all these stupid memes and whatever, put them out on the internet. Which I mean, Dave, being Dave, is like, "I'm game." So like, made a shirt, clown shirt, all sorts of shit. So they were kind of in this meme war almost. And so Michael Rapaport sues Barstool, defamation of character. And mind you, Michael Rapaport is supposed to be the self-proclaimed trash talker of New York. This is supposedly his gig, shit talking, going toe to toe with people, blah, blah, blah. But yet, super bitch move, sue someone for defamation when I'm pretty sure he threw The first punch.
0: You started it.
1: I think he was fired three or four years ago. So this has been a long drawn out lawsuit. This week, the defamation lawsuit, the judgment came down and Barstool won. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, So Barstool has been releasing videos from the depositions. And it's really funny because I don't know what kind of money Rappaport has, but the lawyers that he hired are terrible. So Portnoy, Barstool, they've been tweeting these videos. So Kevin Durant gets in there and he's talking mad shit about Michael Rappaport too, saying he's soft and blah, blah, blah. And so I guess because Rappaport's getting all this heat, he decides to post screenshots from... Kevin Durant. Rappaport and Kevin Durant's DM messaging back and forth. And from what I understand, it sounds like some of Rappaport's messages were deleted. So like he didn't even release them in full genuine form. But unfortunately, Kevin Durant, although maybe has some points in terms of like Rappaport being ridiculous, he definitely, he made some very offensive statements, used offensive language anti-gay slurs but things of that nature that we won't get into so i ended up getting fined from the brooklyn nets 50 grand for this so just kind of a crazy story random honestly and i tried to go back and find Rappaport and kevin durant history because clearly they must have some beef history and i really couldn't find it and i think a lot of it's been happening behind the scenes in their dms it sounds like and it just came to light so i don't know it's just wild so kind of crazy that he's getting fined you know fifty thousand dollars for this but i mean at the same time
0: at the same time it's kevin durant and 50 grand is really not even like a slap on the wrist
1: Now supposedly Rappaport's coming out being like, I wish I would have not done that. I wish I wouldn't have released it. Yeah, he's
0: trying to play the good guy. He seems kind of manic, honestly. He
1: really does. And he also went on another news media outlet where he was like fake crying and pretending that people were attacking him and his dog. And then he was like, psych, just kidding. I'm not that softy. And I'm like, well, you kind of are. You sued people for defamation. You're trying to pretend you're not this guy, but you kind of are this guy, so... I don't know. Real fucking weird.
0: I hate that we've spent this much time on it because it's like so weird. Yeah,
1: but that's I think why because it's hard to like, talk about it without explaining it because it's so yeah. wild. I've never seen like a celeb athlete interaction that ended in fines because of those yeah, things. But uh, but yeah, not to defend Kevin Durant because he did say some pretty fucked up shit in those.
0: Well, days. I mean in in, cause I'm not saying don't defend him. Cause I mean, it was a private message and it is a free country. You should be able to say what you want to say. However, I don't agree with the things he said. I that yeah. But yeah, exactly. you know, it, it is something that was meant to be a, a one-on-one and one person was like, well, I'm going to go cry to mommy. And that's what happened. So yep yikes. Yeah. yeah. More drama.
1: Yeah, so, you know, just snowballing from that, I feel like this is almost in the same similar nature. Paul Pierce was recently fired from ESPN due to some racy videos he posted. Well, I guess he actually live streamed it on Instagram involving some exotic dancers, no COVID protocols, and I think uh, maybe a little uh, sustenance on the side. I watched
0: Um, some of it. Um, I didn't
1: really watch a lot of it, but I kind of saw, yeah, like little bits and pieces,
0: yeah, I mean, again, one of those things that's like, well yeah, I mean, if you're if you're working somewhere that has protocols, you absolutely need to be yeah. following them, period,
1: well, especially a company owned by disney i'm sh- I'm certain you know unfortunately, when you sign up for these corporate big corporate media outlets. I am certain you have to sign clauses and morality clause, policy, whatever. Ethical, Every company ethical, has a cool Yeah. Exactly, ethical policies. And I don't know the details of ESPN's ethical policy, but apparently it involves uh, not breaking these rules. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of wild. I was like,
0: what are you doing, Paul Pierce? Which also some people are like, I don't really know if he knew he was on Instagram. Live." <laughs> like, I,
1: I was, don't know. But just tying it back, I mean, it sounds like Barstool's trying to like, call Paul Pierce and be like, hey, come on over. Oh, and-
0: yeah. Who's shocked? I mean, he did. He was like, I guess I heard the next morning, like, after he posted all of it, of course, everything was like blowing him. Everybody was blowing him up. Yeah, of course. On social media. And he like just gets up the next morning and was just like, good morning. Went yeah, no,
1: over. exactly. And yeah. Like,
0: that's- what He's like, big things coming. So I wonder if he is just going to jump on over to Barstool or well, if
1: it's. I, it's- It almost seems that way. They've definitely been like releasing interesting videos and hints of that. And I mean, say what you want about Barstool. And I know that they have definitely in the past made super off-color jokes I don't particularly care for, but they're authentic. And that's what I love about them. And that's why I'm a big fan. I would much rather get my news from a super straightforward media outlet versus someone who behind those microphones pretend to be somebody I would rather just have it straight up. This is who we are. You know, that's what draws everyone into Barstool because they're like literally just being humans. Like Portnoy had a sex tape come out today and he's like, yeah, I fuck breaking news.
0: That's good. So yeah,
1: that'll be fun to watch out for.
0: I think probably, you know how we had that episode titled, this is not a Dallas Cowboy podcast. I think yeah. maybe this one's going to be, this is not a Barstool podcast. Yeah, for sure. Every episode yeah. we mention them at least once, but that's not our fault. That's quit creating fucking content.
1: Well, we also probably mentioned ESPN at least once. So I feel like they're kind of the same. They just do have totally different methods of how they go about reporting their media. So yeah, def.
0: Yeah, so we'll see where he ends up. I think it would be a good fit.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So
0: Some like, not trouble, but like some of the things he'd said, like yeah. on the show, he was on an ESPN, he had already gotten like kind of in trouble for. So it's like. Yeah. Fit places, and that's fine. Move on.
1: Right. Yeah, he's definitely not going to be the cookie cutter standard that a place like ESPN wants. And it's just is what it is. Yeah, faux show. Sure. Okay, well, we'll move on to the world of the NFL. I didn't really know where we should start, but I have Bruce Arians tattoo. Uh,
0: my man, Bruce <laughs> Arians, y'all. Who gets a tattoo? Just kidding, I have one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do. But what a fucking awesome dude where he's like, I'll get a tattoo if we win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. And then they
0: win a Super Bowl.
1: And he gets a fucking tattoo. Yeah. Like he actually got it, which is great. And I love it. so
0: dope. Yeah. And that's my worst nightmare is to like lose fantasy football and have to like (laughs) tattoo, I don't know, somebody else's team. I I don't know. Just like the Super Bowl thing. Like it just doesn't do it for me. The artwork, the whatever, it's just too much. Yeah. But he did it. And I love him for it. I love him so much more for it.
1: I definitely would not want to be losing bets to get tattoos. Like I don't think that's something I would sign up for, but... If I won something or was a part of something as big as winning the Super Bowl, I'd get a fucking tattoo of that. No problem.
0: Yeah, you're like, right.
1: Even without a bet, I would want to document that. I think Come that's- on, cowboys.
0: Fun. Yeah. We want to get just a tat.
1: I don't think I would be a part of their Super Bowl win, but you never know. Like, who yeah. knows where the world will take me. We are, too, a part of everything they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess.
0: Yeah. That's really it. Love that guy. Love him even more now.
1: Yes, and in other fun news, random off the field news: Aaron Rodgers hosts Jeopardy recently.
0: Yeah, well, and supposedly he'll he'll be continuing on like um with some other like guest host.
1: Yeah, they're doing like kind of a guest host rotation right now, yeah. and they're kind of chalking it up as like it's almost like a tryout or something. Which obviously, I think Aaron Rodgers has better things to do this time. I think Katie Couric was maybe one of them. And then I think they'll get more serious ones that might will actually maybe be up, you know, for the running of hosting Jeopardy. But it was kind of cute and funny. And yeah, I don't think his little stint is over, but...
0: I mean, he's he's definitely one, one player in the NFL that I've like seriously loathed for a very long time. But he's finding a way to like sneak in here and like be an okay person to me. So...
1: Yeah, he's really kind of pulling the curtain back a little bit more than he used to. Like he's always been a very closeted person and we're kind of getting to see this side of him that's super personable. And I think people are starting to really like him. And it's almost hard to like him, you know, because it's like, I hate you. You beat my fucking team all the time. You're so good. And then it's hard to not like his personality in a way. So yeah,
0: well, like, did you, I mean, the obvious thing on like his episode of Jeopardy! when that dude didn't know the answer. So he just wrote who wanted to kick the field. Yeah. Loved that. Yeah. That's
1: what I was going to say. That was hilarious.
0: Yeah, And he had a good reaction to it. Like some, I would have personally lost my mind. That's what I do.
1: Me too. And isn't it crazy? He's a, he's a fucking NFL quarterback and a damn good one at it, but he also is obsessed with jeopardy and gets this funny little gig, but then like kind of just kills it. You know, you would think normally somebody like that just is super infatuated with being Alex Trebek but can't actually do it but of course he just is like killing it
0: naturally good at that
1: too yeah Yeah. fuck you dude
0: yeah literally fuck you
1: (laughs) so yeah that was kind of funny and then getting into some more of the actual NFL news uh Sam Darnold trade what'd you think
0: yeah so I mean it's interesting right I mean he's so young he's he doesn't 24 until like June of this year Crazy. and he's already played like how many seasons in the NFL two or three. I just didn't know where any, what was going to happen there, but it looks like, or so the Panthers traded for him. They traded their to a uh, 2021 sixth round pick and their 2022 second and fourth round picks. For Sam Darnold.
1: Yeah. I think this was a good
0: trade. I really think. I do. Too. I think he has a chance to like reinvent himself. Because he started out like pretty hot. And then he's since fizzled for a lot of different reasons. Right? He gets mono. Like who fucking gets mono? Right. Lock it up. But yeah, no, I
1: like this for the Panthers because I feel like they just, you know, I love Teddy Bridgewater, but I think they just really also need kind of a fresh start. And I think he could be good with that team. But I also think the Jets really came out slightly ahead in this deal too.
0: Oh, I think they definitely did. I mean, especially considering what they already had for draft picks. Right, yeah.
1: exactly. I think yeah. this is a smart move, smart move for them. So
0: I think it was a good move on both, right? Because like Sam Donald right. started out like when he was drafted he was like third overall and again did really well but like just not good history of that coaching for quarterbacks so Mm -hmm. I don't know so I don't know that he really had the best fit and that's a lot of pressure to be like a franchise quarterback at that age and like right off the bat so I think this will be good for both I mean I think honestly this is the best trade so far that I've seen yeah (laughs) or the one that at least makes the most sense Yeah. There's definitely been some wild ones
1: for sure. Interestingly enough, some we tried to process last week when we were drunk and we just like physically couldn't do it. (laughs) So we had to cut that. (laughs) Mentally, physically, I just like the words were happening and it just would, the brain mouth functionality not working.
0: No. So I actually hit like a realization drunk level where it all of a sudden clicked. I was like, holy shit. I was reading like three separate articles. I was like, holy shit. So it just kind of like floated all together, like a, uh, like an equation right in front of me. It made out of like clouds. And then I had like one more glass of champs and it just like disappeared. Yeah. Lost (laughs) it. I had it. (laughs) Zero words. What a nightmare. Um, So funny. So yeah, we'll see. Um, more drama.
1: Yeah. Moving on to more drama. I don't know. I'm not really going to comment too much on it, but obviously, I think this will be something we're going to co- keep, we're going to continue to talk about. But the Deshaun Watson, you know, I think everybody knows by now there's some, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast. There is a lot of uh, allegations floating around right now in terms of sexual misconduct. The updates right now is some of the first criminal cases have actually been filed and women are starting to come forward that are no longer remaining anonymous. So the allegations were one thing when there was, you know, what, 22 civil suits or whatever, and and definitely not to like diminish them or take away from them. But, you know, when you have that much evidence and that many cases, it was getting kind of concerning as to why criminal cases had not been filed. So that has begun with the Houston Police Department. I, like and also like what is going on with this guy? Like $175 million contract. And I am like convinced that at this point a hundred million of it was being spent on massage services. Like I know. Well, but that's how many fucking massage therapists do you need, bro?
0: Well, and that's why I keep getting going back and forth on this. And again, we'll never know. And their are allegations, and we are both very much innocent until proven guilty. But that's what I kept wondering. I'm like, why aren't we questioning the actual amount of massages? Yes dude fucking needs. Like, I get it. You're an athlete. Your body goes through a lot, but like, don't tell me that the Texans don't have, which I know he had like one that he usually goes to that was like closed for COVID. But I'm like, so, so far just like 20 something females have come forward. So what is that, like two
1: two a month, once a week? Like, well, uh, But not only that, so, okay, yeah, we're saying his original one has been done since COVID, so a year. So we have 22 women that we know of who are coming forward with these allegations. But yeah. in a surprising twist, there was 18 of them who they had, who um, his legal team had come forward and like signed an affidavits saying they had we, pleasurable experiences, <laughs> pleasurable, maybe not the right word. Um, <laughs> they had, you know, total totally non like misconducting situations with, with him. So I'm like, how many massage therapists this dude need? Like, so that's another 20. So we're talking like 40 therapists at this point, which I mean, whatever floats your boat, man. But like, that's concerning to me. Nobody needs that many massage therapists. Like they just don't.
0: Well, that's how I feel too. And that's where it starts to get sketch in my mind. And I'm like, maybe that's my mind, but
1: yeah, I mean, there's definitely a, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, you know, that's
0: how I feel right now.
1: Scenario yeah. here. I mean, like how big that
0: fire is, I don't know right. yet. There's something strange.
1: Yeah. And I mean the Texans finally released a statement today, which it really oddly only went out to like their season ticket holders, which I thought was kind of I don't understand their their management, but whatever. It is, it is terrible. I think it was just letting their season ticket holders know that they're addressing the situation, looking into it monitoring it I think is the term they always like to use in the NFL but yeah so I think this will continue to unfold and you know we're not here to make allegations and accusations and 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 assumptions but based on what we're finding I mean it's just definitely not looking good for Deshaun Watson regardless of what actually happens I mean somebody's an asshole in this situation so we're just trying to figure out who
0: yeah exactly um which to speak for the Texans now um they did sign tyrod taylor so he's expected to be the starter as i mean we'll see how this plays out but deshaun is the one who said he he's not going to play another snap as a texan and i don't know if anybody like the panthers supposedly were like trying to make it work to where they could get deshaun but like i don't know if this was the reason they didn't or not but
1: i mean at this point i think there were several teams that were interested and I, I just know how you can...
0: Before they got Sam Darnold. Like, they were really trying to make it work, and they were like, fuck it, we'll take Sam Darnold. Right, so, that's what I... Yeah.
1: yeah, you're right. Definitely more have. In the recent past, there were several teams, but I think they're all kind of not hey. touching that with a 10-foot pole right now, and I don't blame them. I mean, I get... And again, if this comes out and we find out, like, it's not true, like, that sucks for Deshaun Watson. But this is just something you can't fuck with. No. So... We'll see. I'm certain more to come on that. Yes. But uh, I've, I think in my entire life, I've only had like less than five massages. So we'll see. blowing do, my mind.
0: I do love a massage, but I only go like, I go once a month, but unless I'm like really bad, like where I'm traveling a lot and I'll go like once every two weeks Yeah, for like for like two months.
1: I should probably go to more. Like I should probably get that done more often, but fuck man. Self-care. Self-care is Super (laughs) time-consuming. It really is, but it's
0: super important.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, we'll continue our conversation moving on to the big sports news and event of the week. Both men's and women's March Madness tournaments have concluded. I also have to give a short shout-out to my girl, KPPM.
0: KPPM Radio in San Diego, California. She was leading or sending me, since she... Found out we had a a podcast like two weeks ago. She's been an avid listener and she's sending me little snippets and news. And I'm like, hell yeah. Thanks girl. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so she's the best. And actually that's just her initials. And the middle part is Polly Pocket because she's this tiny, adorable human being.
1: Oh, love that.
0: Yeah. She's the shit, but she was feeding me some nuggets of info that were helpful. But anyway, had to shout her out.
1: Awesome. Well, never met you, but I appreciate you. Thank you, you're awesome. Keep tuning in.
0: Yes, tell your friends.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so moving on, uh, I think the last time we were together, we, I mean, aside from the fact that we definitely were not coherent, we have since been through, we had not gone through the final four, so we'll start with the women's tournament. And I actually, humble brag, picked three of four, correct, in the final four on my bracket. Came down to Stanford, South Carolina on one side, which what a heartbreaker. I mean, this was another great game that we saw in the women's tournament um, in the final seconds of the game. South Carolina had not just one, but two chances to win the game on like one was a layup and one was a bunny down low yeah. and missed them both. I, I mean, absolutely gut-wrenching watching it. I mean, I actually did not get to watch this game, but I obviously went back and watched the highlights and yeah, got a feel for South Carolina on that. If you didn't watch, I'd go check it out. Yeah. I
0: mean, well, and especially because even this whole thing and how everything ends, like Stanford is like lights out fucking shooting man like yeah super good it's so insane so like nothing to take away from South Carolina for obvious reasons like but you're right such a heartbreaker
1: yeah Stanford ended up winning 66 to to 65 so it definitely was super heartbreaking would have been a buzzer beater and they had two chances really at it last seconds of the game and that last one I mean it literally just hit that fucking little bitch thing in the back of the rim and yeah. just bounce right back out i mean so fucking close i don't know how someone deals with that after but like damn
0: yeah i mean it fucking sucks
1: but uh shout out to south uh carolina's mascot because they're the game uh, and i just like think that's hilarious and love that and yeah. although i don't have any more room for us to buy any more like, merch i want that i know well my cousin actually just graduated from there so i bet Safe. she has a cock <laughs> material <laughs> The other half of the Final Four was UConn-Arizona. Another wild outcome of the women's yeah. Final Four because UConn fucking lost. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a close game. They lost by 10, but it was just truly wild and unbelievable. No one saw this coming. I mean, I did not get to actually watch this game either because I was on the road during both of these games. But uh, yeah. I was like stunned when I found out. Like I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it was definitely crazy. I didn't get to watch it either. I just watched highlights, and then obviously, like Ari McDaniel or excuse me, McDonald. Jesus, so good. Yeah, so good. I mean, Killed she was a, yeah, she was the Pack Twelve Defensive Player of the Year. But like, you can't even like, how do you even pick just Defensive Player of the Year because she's right. just so fucking good. Oh yeah, um, he also got engaged after the game.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. She nice. Right. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of, you know, she fucking killed it. I mean, she killed it, that game. Like, her performance was on another level. And then, obviously, you know, like, probably one of the most heard of names this tournament, at least for the women, was Paige Buckers, And she also had an amazing tournament winning a lot of awards, AP defensive player of the year. Like I can't even keep up with her awards anymore. Like I wanted to list them all, but like every five minutes there's like a new one. Wow. I think I read today she's like the fifth female in history to hit a hundred points in the tournament. She's a freshman. So like kudos to her. We're not done hearing from her at all. But yeah, just was totally floored that UConn lost. I really thought they were gonna take it all. They were the one that I did not get right in my final four prediction. Def I had them not only going to the final four, I had them them winning the tournament but yeah they were looking for their first championship since 2016 and they actually never even led once in that game Friday
0: before we move on to the finals so I was just going to bring up the whole hype video for the women's final four and the fact that Arizona wasn't in there at all yeah obviously that pissing people off rightfully so and it makes no sense It makes no sense. I'm like, it is final. Like, what is NCAA doing? Like, what in the actual, who is running this fucking shit? How do you completely, like, I don't give a shit what your thoughts are, what your feelings are, like, whatever about a team, but or how do you just completely skip over one of the four teams? There's four.
1: Yeah. Like, it's not like it was a, like a preview for the tournament itself.
0: Yeah. Like, so obviously so with that, I mean, so I'll probably pronounce her name wrong, but, um, Audia Barnes, the Arizona coach. Mm-hmm. So clearly she's very much like, um, what you see is what you get type of person from what I gathered. But anyway, after that, Awesome fucking game against UConn. They're get huddled up after the game, and she's like saying all this shit, and basically was like, "Hey, you know what I say to all those naysayers, and you know this, that, and the other? They can go fuck themselves." And she like gave the middle finger. That's not a direct quote, guys. Jesus, you know we don't. It was
1: want- uh, yeah, but very Something similar to that nature, pretty close, but
0: yeah. So of course. Somebody videos it and then, like, puts it out. And then she's in this press conference and she kind of brings it up herself and was like, Yeah, no, so that's just kind of me. And I'm going to do what I just do. And I don't really think about it necessarily all the time before I do it. So, you know, kind of like today we're in this, you know, huddle that I think is, you know, just between me and my players and we're having a conversation that I know I'm thinking about and I know they're thinking about, and this is what I said and I'm definitely not going to apologize for it. Cause I don't think there's anything to apologize for. And I think it's awesome because a ton of people kind of rallied around her and they were like, if anybody thinks that Barnes needs to apologize for this, they've got another thing coming. Like that's yeah. so ridiculous. And I agree. Totally. Yeah. I I mean, I think they were totally counted out for this whole tournament. I think that they more than proved themselves to like, at least be in the fucking hype video. Absolutely. Uh, I mean,
1: it is there's no excuse once again. I mean, I guess we can just add video editing like differences to the men's versus the women's tournament. I don't know, like, God forbid I get, you know, back on that. But like it's just so stupid to me. Like there's four fucking teams. Like, how does that happen? No excuse. And yeah, I totally support her being like, use this as motivation. That's her message. And to, you know, these these are grown women. They've heard the F word before. Let's all grow the fuck up. It's not a Jeez. big deal. Yeah. They crazy. should be bitter. Like they, they should absolutely yeah. be infuriated that they were left out of that. Oh, but yeah. these are all just inner workings of the fact that like, we still have a lot to go with. But yeah, I mean, totally support what she did and what she said. And I mean, people are just always looking to fucking cause problems with anything so not shocked but yeah um sit down like no one asked (laughs) (laughs) moving on the finals it did not it did not end at the final four folks another nail biter in the women's tourney um happened in the actual final game arizona versus stanford Super close back and forth the whole game and in sort of a reverse role. This time it was Arizona that had a chance at the end, but unfortunately could not make it happen. Stanford ends up being the tournament winner um, winning 54 to 53, such a good fucking game. And there were several good games.
0: No, there really was. There was a time terrible- Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't want to get on like a soapbox and, you know, I don't really care about what we've said in our past podcast. Like we're going to continue to advocate for women. And that's just as what it is. We are women. So like, if you expect otherwise, like, please kindly exit to the left. But it's like the women's tournament showed super impressive increases in viewership this year. Mm. And you want to know fucking why? Uh, Because they actually put it on fucking TV. It's just like two plus two equals four, folks. And this is what I think I finally processed this weekend. And it's like, I think there's a level of like a chicken and egg conversation here that's not being had. And maybe I'm skipping that. Because I feel like it's like common knowledge and maybe it's not. But I think people think that like one day people just woke up and were like, hey, we like sports. And like this audience just came to it. And it happened so naturally and organically that it made all this money. And then later people put more money into it. And that's how it happened. And that's not, although that might be like slightly true in like a marginal degree, but sports, especially men's sports is what it is today because At one point, a long, long time ago, they finally were able to get radios in front of people that broadcasted sports. And then they put money into it and they promoted it. And then they marketed it. And then they had complete exposure eventually to the entire world for it. Unfortunately, when it started, women were in the kitchen. And people just view sports as inherently male dominated. And to this day and age, it kind of still is. But to pretend that women's sports aren't successful just because you think they quote unquote suck is I'm sorry, entirely wrong. And you don't realize that like you, you consume what you consume today because of the marketing that goes into it. Right. And until somebody starts actually putting women's sports on TV actually promoting the fuck out of it significantly and actually like exposing people to it and getting more people in front of it, it's not going to do well. And right. that's what we're trying to get across is that women deserve that chance and they're not getting it. And here we are for the first time ESPN like televises the entire tournament and their numbers skyrocketed. In yeah. fact, the men's went down, which is interesting to me. That is very so, I just don't know what else to say about it. Like, if you don't like it, fine. But there are definitely people out there who are interested in it. And I will never understand if you are into sports. I mean, who doesn't want more sports on TV? Right, well, and also like,
0: let's give our youth a chance that we never got. Yes. Like, thank God my aunt was a basketball coach when I was a kid or, and also we grew up where we grew up. So basketball was gonna happen regardless. But thank God she had already done that. And she's an All-American at her school and like still holds records at her school. And just thank God that I had, and not, of course, like other women in my life, but like she specifically yeah. was a student athlete and was a badass. And I had her to look up to, to be like, that's cool. Cause I wasn't seeing it on TV. Like, yeah. or hearing yeah,
1: there it was not on TV at all.
0: Uh, yeah. Except
1: like every four years in the Olympics, maybe.
0: Right. Let's give our youth a chance that we didn't know get Like, let's exactly. See Decide if we like to or want to watch this or not watch this. Like not just only give us one option.
1: Totally. I'm just so tired of being told that women's sports suck because they do not. And this yeah. tournament of all things should approve that. There is an interest. The yeah. numbers that they pulled for the tournament are super impressive, especially considering the zero marketing that we all know the NCAA did for them. So um, it's just, in, it's just nice to see that like people, you know, I don't think women's sports or maybe just women's basketball in particular has been discussed this much, maybe ever, ever. And here we are seeing growth and interest in it. And in addition to that, I mean, it seems like every time... I opened Twitter now. It's like, this girl's opting for the draft. This girl's opting for the draft. So, I mean, it looks like the NBA, the WNBA draft is like, like
0: be popping.
1: so that'll be fun. I mean, hopefully that sport will grow and reap the benefits of this. I, um, there's currently 12 teams, you know, would love to see an increase in that as well. So hopefully only good and positive things to come from women's sports on the up and up moving forwards. And we're here to support that. Always. Moving on to the men's tournament, um, again, kind of same situation. Last we left, um, I think we were in the midst of the Elite Eight. So getting down to the Final Four, we had Baylor-Houston. Nice. Wasn't even a game, not at all. Baylor won 78-59, super boring. And, um, I don't have anything else on that game unless you do.
0: No, it just, it just was kind of like a bummer because well, two, two Texas teams for one had to play each other. So it was yeah. like, which it didn't end up mattering, but I mean, Houston was just doing so well. So it sucked for them to kind of go out like that, but I mean, whatever, they did a good job. They made it there, but yeah, I have nothing on
1: that. And then um, later that later that night, Saturday was Gonzaga UCLA. The other half of the Final Four. This was a different game. Uh, this was actually a great game. Started out a little lopsided. I mean, I think UCLA came out really strong, got a good lead. Gonzaga ends up working their way back there at the end. It was so back and forth, and it was crazy. And then uh, went into. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to like put this into words best, but. Um, Super back and forth, ultimately ended up going into overtime. And then in that overtime, still very back and forth. And UCLA hits a layup with three seconds left. Just enough time for Gonzaga to inbound it. Pop a half court shot and fucking backboard banks it in three points. Gonzaga, Gonzaga, God damn it. (laughs) Gonzaga and I also keep saying Gonzaga and I who
0: cares? It. I think it should be Gonzaga. Like what's a zag?
1: <laughs> Gonzaga loses to or I'm sorry, Gonzaga ends up winning in that overtime in the final second, and it was like crazy, 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 crazy.
0: Yeah, I have to say I'm going to correct one thing that you said um, because they hit an uncontested half court shot. Yeah, and I can't leave that out. I can't not specify that enough because. I don't know how many game tapes I've watched Mm -hmm. where coach Deb Hunter would pause the fucking film and say, what do you see? And we're like, I don't know, like a bunch (laughs) of like us on the court. And she was like, you not looking where you should be looking. Like I paused the TV and at that point, UCLA made the bucket, tied the game. There was like 3.3 seconds left on the clock at this point. Gonzaga in bounds the ball. Still, there was like there was three minimum three UCLA players on that side of the court. Two of them were at half court line already. One of them was like a little lingering behind. All just running down the court, like jogging down the court. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, you've clearly played basketball your entire lives. What the fuck are you doing? Like you know, most games you don't have to watch. I mean, unless you want to, you can start watching the last five minutes and you know, what's going to happen. You either know, either it was a blow away or shit's about to get real in the last right. five minutes. So much shit can happen in a basketball game and like in a lot yeah. of sports, but specifically Super fast. Now, I was so sad for them. But also at the same time, I'm like, what are you doing dudes? Yeah. Like what?
1: Three seconds is a long time.
0: <laughs> it's a long time,
1: especially in basketball. Oh. I mean, and you know, that's unfor—that's like the unfortunate of what happened, especially in this tournament. It's like they made that shot. They were so excited. And then they were ready for overtime mentally. They're prepping like we're going into overtime yet. They forgot. Uh, wait just one fucking second because yeah. they can inbound this ball and shoot yeah. a three. And they fucking did. And it was wild. Yeah, it was depressing.
0: I mean, I was even depressed after that. And I'm like, yeah. I don't I have zero skin in the game. Yeah.
1: Probably one of the most exciting moments, if not the most exciting moment in this tournament altogether. I mean, I definitely think it's one of those goes down in history kind of shots, but I'm also kind of like, I feel a little bit different about these shots when it was going to go to overtime versus like if they were down and then ended up winning at the buzzer. Not that it like takes away from the moment because it was obviously a very exciting moment and I was just as floored as everybody else, but it's a little bit different when it's like, have they been down, you know, and then hit it and won the game because of it. Yeah. Super exciting. I think we'll be talking about that shot for a long time.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately for UCLA, it will be talked about for a long time.
1: Yeah. Props to UCLA. being Absolutely. a fucking, what were they, an 11 seed Real or 12 seed? Yeah. Go. Going into the final four, like, that was definitely yeah. a, a history-breaking moment, I believe, too. And they were, like, super underrated, obviously, this tournament. and. Yeah did really well um obviously then we ended up having Gonzaga Baylor in the final that was similar to Baylor's last game it was not a game Baylor ended up winning
0: yeah they never trailed
1: never, never, never and i mean won. the what they ended up winning by like 16 points 86 yeah. to 70 i think was the final like,
0: yeah, like multiple times during that game they were up by like 19 points
1: yeah even more crazy because Gonzaga was favored by 14 to win yeah nuts i mean you could just tell i mean
0: baylor I don't know what the fuck they ate for breakfast besides Wheaties, but, like, they were all over the place, like, all over the place, offensively and defensively, which that's what what Charles Barkley was talking about the other day, like, Jim's and Joe's and whatever. (laughs) But they have them both. Like, it's so... Wild and like Gonzaga is similar too, right? Like they're really good. They have some really good key players, but like I don't know, you know, like Timmy towards the end, like because he had four fouls. Yeah. So he was out, but like was getting like his hip worked on. So like they just looked beat up. They looked a little tired. They looked a little whatever. And Baylor was like fresh on it. Like I and I'm not saying Gonzaga didn't like put up a fight because they still played well, but I just like their shit wasn't falling like it had been.
1: And that's yeah. my thing is, I think Gonzaga, like, they're, I think they were wore out. I think, like you said, a lot of going on there and like not injury department, but exhaustion department, maybe. I don't know what you call that. And yeah. unfortunately for them, it just wasn't happening. But on top of that, it was like, super happening for Baylor. They couldn't have played a better game. It was insane the way they played. I do think there's been a lot of talk about like, you know, Gonzaga being frauds and this and that. And, you know, I definitely think maybe there's something there about their competition versus, you know, what you might see in Baylor's conference in terms of competition. But I do want to give Gonzaga, like they were undefeated. That is insanity. I think the last time we had a team go undefeated is like from the 1970s in the tournament. And even from that, we've never had a team win the tournament with like just one loss. So, like, give it to Gonzaga, but also give it to Baylor. Like, I was gonna say. I mean, let's not. I don't like the fraud talk. I just really don't. I mean, it takes a lot to get where these teams did, and I want to. I I I think we should put it into perspective a little bit. I think there are some valid arguments and some valid points. I'm totally with you, and
0: for sure, I sometimes. Well, I guess to kind of reiterate your point about the fraud talk, because if you sit here and call Gonzaga a fraud, then what are you saying about Baylor? Yeah, Because they whipped that ass. So are you saying that like, oh, they just weren't very good and that's why Baylor won? You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a double slap in the face, yeah. and which is bullshit on both sides because all all of these teams that made it to the tournament did what they needed to do to get there, so, which is a shit ton. And that's coming from a female Division three women's basketball player, student athlete who graduated in four years, y'all it's no fucking joke
1: yeah no and the tournament's no joke i mean crazy things happen like look what happened to ucla i mean like it's nuts so i mean whoever gets to the end it's it's very impressive you know mentally
0: emotionally like and in a bubble and in a bubble on top of that exactly teams
1: have been dealing with covid they've been on the road i mean let's not take away from that either like that's just an additional thing that these kids have to deal with that the teams before them did not
0: yeah Exactly. So yeah, for Baylor, it's their first final four ever and their first title ever. Yeah. yeah. Like they've made it to the tournament a few times before. I don't know, like three or four maybe, but yeah, Yeah. really
1: cool. Go Texas. Gonzaga's uh, luck still uh, has, or they have not found luck on their side yet. Um, They've come so far several times and just still haven't been able to finally reel it in. But
0: what a shitty way to go out too.
1: Did you see the, I think there's a video, like I guess they were having a watch party on like Baylor's field. And I saw the celebration. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like you said, go Texas. We're Texas girls. So I almost almost went to Baylor. But then I saw how much it cost and I was like, JK, Um, unpopular take. I didn't think it was a great tournament, to be honest. Like I loved every minute of it. I love the tournament always. I watched a lot of it. I think a lot of the best games were in like the first round, which is crazy. I was hoping that would continue. But and then obviously we did have, you know, like a few buzzer beaters but most of those buzzer beaters are the little most of those buzzer beaters were to like go into overtime so it really isn't even a beater um and then we had obviously the big one that happened saturday which was super impressive not trying to take away from it but when you have a final four game that wins by that large of a margin and a final game that wins by that large of a margin it's just not fun i was kind of disappointed and bummed there but don't want to sound ungrateful. Like I'm glad we had the tournament obviously with not having it last year, but yeah, I just, I think there's a lot of people who are like overselling this tournament and I'm like, it wasn't that good. Yeah. And the Oral Roberts story. I mean, we definitely had some stuff and you know, it's kind of all encompassing, but there's definitely been better. Totally agree. Yeah. So um, anything else on that? Go sports. Do the sports win the thing. I saw Roy Williams is retiring the coach out of UNC. That was kind of a, I I don't know if it was expected or unexpected. I don't, I don't follow UNC basketball that close, but I think a lot of people were pretty shocked.
0: Yeah. I don't think it was expected in which just so everybody can put this into perspective that doesn't know he was a coach for like 33 years and 18 of those seasons were with UNC. So he's been there for a long time.
1: Yeah. And And I think UNC just hasn't had a lot of like, a lot of the, um, success that they typically have. And I think they're just ready to move on and, and, and yeah. get a fresh face and, you know, well, basketball along with a lot of sports. I mean, it's ever evolving. It's ever changing. And sometimes you get you to a point where these old school, this, the old school methods don't work anymore and you've got to freshen it up.
0: Yeah. Like fundamentals are always going to be there, but the game right. is always, that's why they call it fundamentals. Um, no, they did actually hire hubert davis so he's like been with unc for the last nine seasons like as the assistant coach mm-hmm. so they hired him he'll actually be the first black head coach uh, north carolina's ever had oh
1: wow that's shocking to me
0: well but if you think about
1: it roy, roy williams has been there for
0: 18 fucking years <laughs> been there
1: since the dawn of time
0: yeah exactly so it's uh, kind of cool. cool very cool
1: I know the big news out of uh, Texas is tech coach Chris Beard shocking tech fans everywhere and going to uh, Texas, uh, the University of Texas, which I really like. I'll be honest, like I can feel for tech fans with this. I understand it's frustrating, but I don't find this that surprising. Like he went to he went That's to UT. From what I understand, there may have been even like requests that Chris Beard had to the organization in tech. I want access to the private plane for the, you know, this and that and the other. And things were denied. And I'm certain tech I'm god dang, I'm certain Texas just had more to offer and he took it. I mean, I just, I just can't really blame the guy. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I was talking to some techians. I don't know what you call Texas tech grads.
1: Yeah. I don't really have a name for them, but I have so many friends that went to tech and are huge tech supporters and are not happy about this news.
0: Well, see, so these were kind of opposite. They like, of course they weren't happy to hear it, but they were like, but I guess I can't expect like if roles were reversed and that it was like a tech graduate, and they were somewhere else, and like we got them. Like you know, you can't expect. That's what them. I
1: mean. I feel like I feel like what it is is your friends are being reasonable. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Get it though. I mean, they were pissed at first. We had a. Full yeah.
1: Oh yeah, like I totally get it. Like I said, I I feel for fans, and I and I understand being like, damn it, you know, like this sucks, but also at the same time, like it's the circle of life. Like this is just what happens. And I think I had heard something about, there's a few prospects for tech and one of them maybe being Abilene Christian's coach.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Might be a lot of movement going on in the great state of Texas. Cool.
0: It'll be interesting where everybody lands.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, definitely wanted to have a a discussion about gambling and the results of the tournament. I'll be honest, I really still need to sit down and like kind of go over the ROI of it all. Because when you have a big tournament like this over a span of a month, it's like I've placed so many bets and I've won and I've lost and there were futures involved. So like kind of even like keeping up with the units was like something I've not dealt with yet thus far in the gambling verse uh, universe that we've entered into. So I really want to go through, calculate it and kind of like make a post and report it. And so I want to report that here. I just did not get time to do that this weekend or today. So I will, uh, I will keep, you know, at least um, social media updated and maybe next week I'll kind of mention it. And I actually still don't have the results in from that tournament. Um, I thought I had maybe won the all female capper tournament because the girl that I was competing against didn't like actually place any bets the last two days. So I thought that means like, I technically would have won. We were pretty neck and neck, but she definitely was winning at the time. So I really need to like reach out and see where we're at on that. Cause I had never gotten like the final results, but you know, maybe if she was further ahead, I'm just unaware. So I will try to have that too as well. But other than that, like I said, we'll be really churning, uh, really moving into like NBA, NHL playoffs are coming up. I'll be heavily invested gotcha. in that, and then we have a long season of baseball and you know other sports to keep us entertained as well.
0: Also, a quick shout out and something that may keep you entertained as well. If you want something that is the opposite of a sports podcast, oh. <laughs> our friends, our friends over at um, Always Hungover, Alex and Anthony, are pretty <laughs> funny. So anyway, check them out they're a pod. It's called Always Hungover. And if if anything's ever spoken to me more than that, I don't know what it is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I've listened to several episodes and it was pretty funny, especially like that first one with the story about their trip. I was laughing pretty hard. Yeah, definitely check them out if you're looking for you know another a, another good pod to listen to. I think we are maybe like hopeful that we can get them on our podcast and do some fun stuff with yeah. them. Um, we have a few things in mind, and uh, yeah. maybe when things like start to slow down in our personal lives, and then you know with something like an NCAA tournament going on, it's just a lot. So you know, I know we really haven't had a whole lot of guests on thus far, but we definitely intend to do so show. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, you know who you are.
1: (laughs) Well, we've, and we have, like, we've had several people request to, like, come on or collab, and you know, definitely want to. It's just... We also have to be realistic about our time. And unfortunately, this is not the only thing we do for a living. We have actual jobs that we have to put first. So um, as much as I want to be like, yes, you come on, you come on, you come on between rainy schedule, my schedule, and then the guest schedule, assuming it's just one person. I mean, it's a lot to coordinate. And then I have to find time to edit it at some point. We've got to figure out what we're even going to talk about. And we just have to be realistic and, you know, us getting uh, the pot out, with just us two is taxing some weeks. So we just need to make sure we're in a place where we can really take that on before we just oversell ourselves. And then we give you bad content. So that's what that's about. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of the people that we've, you know, talked to in terms of like collabing, understand that. And, um, it will, it will come. We're slowly, but surely figuring this fucking shit out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good shit. Good times. Go sports. Um, I'm tired and hungry.
1: (laughs) Oh no, I know guys. This is like, if you can't tell by my demeanor or my voice, it is smack dab in the middle of the accounting close quarter end at that. So I'm crazy. And I know Rainy is about to jet off to Scottsdale tomorrow. So she's also crazy. So uh, we'll be bringing it to you once again next week. We hope you had a good time. Please, as always, rate review, subscribe, like, follow us at Women Can't Parlay on Instagram or Twitter.
0: Comment. Tell us us what you want to hear about. And also, thanks for fucking tuning in. We appreciate you. Yes. Yes. Here for us, here for you. It's a lovely cycle.
1: Yeah. Everybody go get some sleep because we've had a long month of basketball and we'll get geared up and ready to go for the masters this week. And uh, like I said, we've got some playoff action in the near future. So hope everyone has a wonderful week and we'll be checking you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't,
0: women can't, women can't
1: parlay.